The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Well, good morning, everybody. How are we all looking this morning, as Bill Michaels would say? <laughs> We're looking... Uh... A little chilly, a little snowy, some flakes coming down, but the roads and the freeways, eh, they're still pretty good. Side roads got some snow on them, but anyway, that's your uh, update. We'll find out what the temperature is later. But anyway, this is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed, but we invite you to come on the show with us at 414-799-1250. 799-1250 if you have any questions, comments, or just brag about a big fish or deer you got. And uh, we are bushless today, and uh, our good friend and advertising manager and really good fishing stick, as they would say in the industry, Ron Heidenreich is with us. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Tom. Yeah, and uh, Nick Bodie is back producing today. Yeah, he's waving as he's talking on the phone. We got callers calling already. Uh, anyway, yeah, Bushy's up uh, deer hunting. Chasing Bambi. Yep, he's up there chasing Bambi, my uh, my son. Well, let, we'll take this call first. We'll see who it is. Who's calling this morning, Nick? Uh, we got Kevin on the phone, and he oh. wants to ask you about ever having fed a deer. Oh, hey, Kevin, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, Kevin. Yeah, good morning. What's on, What's on your mind this morning? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. Can you uh, hear me? Let's see. Did you ever feed a deer? <laughs> yes, I have. Do you want? Do you want me to elaborate? What? Do you want me to elaborate? Yeah, I mean, uh, I tell you, when when I was in uh, school, Sister Mel Marie, my teacher, she says, Kevin, she says, here, you're going to feed these deer. This was at Wisconsin Dells. Okay. She says, okay, you do this, Kevin. So she puts the, uh, what do they call the um, uh, a deer um, that the deer eat? Oh, the um, corn pellets or something? Deer pellets, yeah. Yeah, deer pellets. So I have these deer pellets in my hand, and I'm feeding these deer, and I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like it, Tom. Why, did they lick all over your hand or something? Did they drool on no, you? No, I just didn't <laughs> like the pellets in oh. my hand. Oh, you didn't oh. try eating them, I hope. <laughs> you didn't try to eat them, I hope. No, but there's a... Take a look, Tom. Uh, take a look back in the archives. There's a, uh, there's a song. The second week of deer camp. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. I think there's uh, the first you, week of deer camp and the second week. Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah, are you guys going to play that? Well, I'm sure we'll get to that this uh, this morning at some I point. I want to hear that. Okay. The second week of deer camp. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. 
yeah, I, I actually fed deer when I was a little kid when we'd go up by uh, Boulder Junction or uh, it was up north someplace. Manaqua. That, uh, up by Manaqua. Jim, Jim Peck's. Yeah, Jim Peck's uh, wild, uh, Aqua, wild Aqualand. Yeah. Aqualand. They called what's it what's Aqualand. What's the name of that city? Uh, up by Manaqua. Manaqua? Yeah, it's not isn't there. what you do? Uh, Tom, isn't that what is you it? do when you rap on the door, you Manaqua? <laughs> That's a pun. Uh, I, I got it, Kevin. It wasn't that funny. <laughs> it, you get, Even though I'm laughing. <laughs> you, you, didn't, you don't get my humor, do you? No. Yeah, I do, I mean, sure. Every Saturday morning, I have to... You gotta, to, you gotta punch it up a bit, right? I have to crawl out of the sack just to hear you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, we when I when I was a kid and we'd go up north, you know, the whole family and everything. Uh, there was this place called Aqualand, and and you could feed the deer and you could throw frogs in the musky pond. And Ron, you were yep. there, right, oh, when you were a kid? Yep, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I was going there when I was in my early twenties, even when we used to camp at the oh, in the Manaqua area. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had a bunch of they had a bass pond that you could feed the bass right. and all that. Yeah, it was it was it was, and they had a you know a bunch of exhibits and stuff. It was it was, it was a kids thing. Oh yeah, I guess, you know? tourist attraction. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Where's Dan? Uh, he's hunting. He is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he 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 left you alone. No, he left me with Ron. Oh, yeah. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, he left me with Ron, which is oh. fine. All right, we Maple Ridge, Ron. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got to get on with the show, Kevin. Okay. Thanks for uh, calling, you guys. Uh, you guys do a good job as always. All right. We'll talk to you next Saturday. All right. Thanks, Kevin. Bye now. Okay, buddy. Okay, bye. Okay. That was uh, Kevin. Kevin from right. Maple Ridge. Yes, from Maple Ridge. He calls <laughs> us every now and then, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, a lot. Of, you know, a lot of our audience really today, th- this week. This Saturday and next week Saturday, a lot of our audience is is up hunting right now. Right. Well, yep. which good, you know. I my son Nick, uh, he's got two deer in the freezer already. Not whole deer, you know, just the meat. Right. <laughs> just, to, right. just to let people know, and not whole deer, but he's got. As a matter of fact, he got the one deer both season. He got a doe, and then he got a, a buck, and then he had to buy a freezer, a chest freezer, <laughs> and then, and he's planning on getting a buck. And a doe this weekend. Wow. So he's going to fill that baby up. Where's he hunting? Ah, uh, boy, I'll tell you. It. I'm, I'm trying to think of the Buffalo County, maybe. Okay. It's it's only a few hours away, two, okay. two and a half hours away. Yeah, that might not be Buffalo. I, no. I, I, I used to hunt in Buffalo, and that's about four hours Oh, away. yeah, then it's not Buffalo. It's, uh, oh, boy, it, it's it's it's. Not that far away. Let's right. put it. I, I can't remember where he's going, but he's up with his father-in-law and a couple of his brothers-in-law, and uh, so they're up there chasing the deer around. So they must have had this going, you know, because Nick just returned from Arizona. So this must have been a tradition of going some particular place. Nick Nick would come up. Yeah, he was down in Arizona for ten years, and uh, he would come up every year for uh, hunting. Okay, every year he'd be up here, and uh, it was sometimes bow hunting, sometimes gun hunting. But he didn't. He never wanted to miss that, you know. Okay. And so now he's been. Oh my goodness! They've been up there, one, two, two or three times already, and now he's up there again. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He 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 he's uh, he's turned out to be quite the hunter. You oh, that's, know? that's good. He really has. Yeah. He uh, he does a really good job. And and we were talking the other day. Uh, 
You know, when whenever you get meat package your, or your venison, as a matter of fact, Carl's Country Market does that. They do the venison processing. Yes. And uh, if you get something, folks, that's, that says chops on the package, right. that's actually the tenderloin. Right. Not, not, excuse me, not the tenderloin. That's the backstrap. Excuse me. That's the backstrap. Right. They will also call it chops, but right. it's really the back. Mo- most deer hunters call it backstrap, but a lot of butchers will call it chops because mm-hmm. it's from that area. Right. And, and uh, and the only reason I know that is because I was uh, I I was looking for an old show of Larry Smith's on YouTube. Okay. And uh, as I was scrolling down, they have a lot of other different shows on there, and one of them was from one of his sponsors, Mike Country Meats. Yes. That uh, he he's a butcher, right? And he was showing how to pro- how to process a deer. Correct. You know, from the skinning of it and cutting. Telling you where all the different cuts were and how to do it. And it was very interesting. Yes. It was about a, almost a half hour video. You wow. Know, they they the, had uh, short excerpts of that video on the show last week, I believe. Did they? Yeah. yeah. I missed it last week. I was gone. But there was there wasn't the whole thing. It was maybe five minutes of oh, that 30 okay. minute video. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And uh, and if you know what you're doing, I, I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to that. I never butchered a deer. Right. I, I never have. You know, we always took them. Someplace. Right. As a matter of fact, we took them to Carl's Country Market. That's where <laughs> we took go. them when I was younger. Um, but I never butchered them. But my son Nick, he knows how. Okay. His father-in-law taught him because well, they always butcher their own. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh, not a bad way to you know make sure that you got what you want and and done the way you want it. And it's not cheap anymore. You know, I don't care where you take it here. It's not cheap. Yeah, it's not. It. I I don't know what it it, it averages about a hundred bucks or yeah, right around hundred bucks. Uh, yeah. Right around, give or take a few. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but you know what? Somebody's got to take the time to do that. Oh, yeah, and you know? a mess and the cleanup yeah. and, and the disposal of the yeah. junk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you bet. Exactly. So, yeah, there's a lot of people out in the woods this weekend. And, you know, it's probably, it's become very safe. Yes. Your hunting is very safe. More and more people follow the rules, the mm-hmm. common sense rules of right. deer hunting, you know, and, and that's important when you follow those common sense rules. Well, if you can remember back... Uh, 25 to 30 years ago and beyond, you know, people wore red pla- red and black plaid and, and oh, yellow and I black had, plaid. I had one of those red and black plaids. That, you know, at that time, I guess that was about the best you could do, but it's nothing compared to the fluorescence we have now. Right, exactly. I see we got a, another phone caller there, Nick. Who do you got? We do. We have Jim in West Allis. He's a former meat cutter. would like to talk to you oh, about yeah. some backstraps. Oh, okay. Hey, Jim. Good morning. Are you there? Oh, wait a minute. There. Are you there, yeah. Jim? Yeah, I'm here. Are you hey. there? Yeah, good morning. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, I'm glad we got an expert on about this because okay. we are not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the backstrap is if, like uh, pick and saver stores will run like that boneless pork one, you know, that piece of meat in the cryovac. That big like, one. Uh, that big yeah. piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what a backstrap right, is. It's right, right. Top of, the, top of uh, like a bone-in pork chop. You know, a lot right. of people are misconstrued they think it's a tenderloin which it's not no no know? that's lower no. on in the deer leg and, yeah, yeah and yeah. if you slice that down that would be like your boneless chops you know your pork chops and that right like exactly like yeah you said yeah exactly yeah now right. do you do yeah. you uh do you deer hunt too uh no i don't my son is up around Wyoiga with eight of his buddies though he goes every year yeah i was a meat cutter and uh in the retail business and the manager and that stuff, so I could never get off this time. Ah, uh, you were too busy, with yeah. With Thanksgiving and everything coming up. Oh, right? yeah, but, yeah, 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 you yeah. would be too busy. Yeah. But you know how and to it, cut them up, though. 
Yeah, I did that. That was when the kids were young. That was our Christmas money. I spent many hours and evenings and nights in the garage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. That I, was fun. I have a question. Um, if you you know you you take for an example a T-bone steak, you got the one side of the bone has got that small piece, and the other side has got the larger piece. Which right. is which is the the back strap? Uh, if, the larger piece, the top the top part that would be like uh, uh, the T-bone, and, and then the smaller piece is your tenderloin underneath. Okay, yes. right, okay. yeah, right. and the top part uh, is uh, if you if, uh, that would be like the strip loin or the back strap or whatever you want to call it. Okay. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for the info. We appreciate okay. it. You guys have a great day. Okay. Yeah, and you have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye, okay, now. bye now. All right, we, with that, we got to go to a break, Ron. Okay. Uh, yeah, first one of the day. Uh, yeah, Thanksgiving's coming up. We got a, I have an interesting gut report for you that has to deal with turkeys. That's coming up after, at 630. So mm. you want to stick tuned. You got any questions or comments, 799-1250 is the phone number. Join us this morning here on the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We do appreciate you turning in, tuning, tuning in, and we'll be right back with more on uh, WSSP 1250 AM or 105.7 FM, The Fan. Beautiful snowy day here in Wisconsin. Welcome, folks. Ron Heidenreich over there. I'm Tom Neubauer. He's Nick Bodie on the boards, back from his vacation in the sunny Bermuda sun. Yeah, you wish, right? <laughs> oh, goodness. Everything's busy here at WSSP and 105.7 FM, The Fan. We're always busy at this station. Yep. With all the sports stuff going on, are you kidding me? Yeah, a lot of sports stuff going on. Packers. Ugh. Oh, ugh. let's not. Yeah, let's you not know, go there. You know, I, <laughs> I am on the get rid of McCarthy bandwagon. Yeah, I, I am. On, I think. I think most of the fans are on that same bandwagon. That you know what? After 13 years, it's time for some new blood. Right. You know. So, but anyway, mm. uh, you know, Ron, in the winter time. You know, pretty soon we're going to be ice fishing. Right. There's some ice forming on the lakes. Definitely. Yeah, ice forming on the lakes. Not enough to walk, and I wouldn't go out there yet. There is on the east end of Pewaukee. There is? Yes. Are guys going out already? Uh, there will be this morning. Uh, really? The last time I was at the shop was on Thursday, and we had three inches of ice right out in front of the shop. Yeah, there's some crazy people who go yeah. out when there's three inches. I oh, would. Yeah. Bodie, would you go out if there's three inches of ice on the Lake. That's a little bit thin for me, too. Uh, me, too. Me, too. I no, I'm going to wait a little bit. Too risky. Bit. Yeah. That's why all my friends would always send me out first. You know, <laughs> you send the biggest <laughs> right. guy out there. Right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you know, we're going to be getting into that. Guys are starting to, and guys and women, and, you know, they're starting to look at the, the ice fishing stuff for the season. Now, you know, a lot of people still have their stuff from last year, but. You know, there's some new stuff that's coming out, you know, and right. you go to the stores and look at the different things. And, of course, you can always use more jigs because you lose them, you know, and the, and if you use the plastic or the or not, you know. So, you know, there's there's, there's this is the time to really get out there and start getting that new stuff. Definitely. You know, yeah. you know uh, as far as ice fishing is concerned, uh, 
starting this Sunday, uh, a series is going to be restarting that's on for 26 weeks every year, and it's called In-Depth Outdoors. Yeah, you've told me about that, yeah. In in my mind, it is one of the top two or three uh, how-to catch fish shows. It's not just a big commercial. And uh, it's broadcast on Fox Sports North on Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I would consider watching it, setting up your DVR or something, because it's it runs twenty six weeks. It's current yeah. and uh, very much on a how to rather than uh, watch a commercial. me catch fish, right? Yeah, exactly. Or a commercial for every darn product. every darn product that they're yeah. using. I mean, they, ever, don't get me wrong; the, the, the sponsors pay the bills, but yeah, it's right. it's more fishing than commercial. Yeah. Well, that's good, and that's called in depth outdoors. In depth outdoors. They have a website, and uh, they'll be on Fox Sports North Sunday at eight, starting for the next twenty six weeks. Yeah. Do they uh, put their shows on YouTube? They on their on their yes, they do, and on their website you can access the shows after they've been on about a week. Oh, okay. They don't put them out immediately, yeah. but after a week you can watch like last week's. Show. Yeah, I like I like going on YouTube on watching the shows because then I can. Uh, fast forward through the commercials. <laughs> commercials is what pays the bills, Tom. I know. <laughs> that coming from our advertising manager, of course. That's right. <laughs> Can't do that. Oh, goodness. But, yeah, you're right. You know, even, even uh, it, and it's not just, some of, the, some of the southern TV shows are like that where the, it's basically a watch me catch fish show. Right, yeah. You know, and, uh and then, and then you go to some seminars, and I've said this before on the show. There were some seminars that, uh, you know, I'd pop my head into, like we'd be at the sports show, you know, I'd be working in whatever booth I'd be working in, and then I'd pop my nose in to see somebody talk. And you know what? Sometimes they were they were just big commercials. Yeah. I mean, talking all about the products and not so much about how to find fish and catch fish. And it's, you know, I'll tell you, finding fish isn't that hard. Catching them isn't that hard, but the problem is you got to be able to find them. You got to be able to know what to use to catch them. And then you got to hope that they're interested in biting. Yes. Because sometimes you can find them and sometimes you can use the right tackle for that situation, but they just don't want to bite. Can't make them eat. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so sometimes when we have those tough days, it's, it's not for lack of trying and it's not for lack of knowledge. It's just sometimes the fish just are not going to bite. Right. And, and, and we've all been in that situation. A lot of times. You know, I mean, you can take the most expert, expert fisherman there is, the best person around, and they're still going to have some of those days too. No. You know? There's more bad days than good days. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, if, if, you're, if you're honest with yourself, there's more average to bad days than yeah, there are good yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, when you and I went out to Oconomowoc like that one time. Yeah. Now, I had, we'd been smacking fish out there, and then you and Guy go out there, and what? You caught, like, only two bass we right. caught, and but we did get a handful of right. nice bluegills. Right. But, but the thing was is that normally we were catching lots of bass, and that day we weren't. Must have been me. No, no I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was you. But that, that, that does happen. Yes, you know, it, it does. It happens. And like you said, if you're honest about it. Right. You know, and a lot of guys, let's face it, a lot of guys are not honest about it. No, no, they always have good days. Yeah, always, yeah, always. It don't work that way. No. As a matter of fact, there's uh, there's these websites you can go on where they're, uh, what do you call message boards or whatever, yes. you talk mm-hmm. to each other. And w- what drives me nuts is that when guys are throwing these disparaging comments at people, right? Oh, yeah. 
they're doing it under the guise of anonymity. Right. Because they're using a handle. They're, they're not using their own name. And I think these are cowards. Yeah. These are cowards because, you know, they will not use their own name. They don't want anybody to know what they're saying because if they had to say it under their own name, they wouldn't say it. The other thing you is, know? is some of them might be 100, 200,000 miles away, so they're no pretty darn sure that the guy is going to come over and punch them in the nose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I, I I would go on the on, – uh, there was one of those message boards, sure. right? That's still very popular, very big going on now. And uh, But I use my own name. Right. Because I figured, you know, if I'm going to say something, I'm going to take credit for it. You know, yep. and if you don't like it, well, I'm sorry, you know. But, right. Uh, I, and I – you know, in this business – of the fishing world, I mean, let's face it, not, you don't like everybody, not everything goes perfect. And, Mm -hmm. you know, but everybody's trying to, you know, people who are trying to make a living at it. Okay. Um, yeah, there's some people I don't like, you Mm -hmm. know, like in the bass fishing world, I do not like that Mike Iconelli guy. Mike (laughs) Iconelli. What? uh, what, Oh God. Yeah. If anybody's seen him, call us and tell us what you think about Mike Iaconelli. I mean, screaming Mike. Oh God, he's so obnoxious. He's oh, yeah, just a strange duck. But that's, you know that's that, his uh, that's, that's his, his shtick. Yeah, that's yeah. his shtick is right. You know, and but I'm sorry, I don't care for it. And even the even the, on the guys on the pro bass tour think he's an idiot. Yeah, you know, yeah. even those guys say, and they say it right right up front. You know, they they don't mince words. You know. Well, yeah. one of the things on a on a pro bass circuit is that. Uh, like them or not, the the young guns that are pretty darn good right now, they're all wearing the, the flat brim hats, which is is fashionable in some areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Iconelli is one of them. There's two or three other ones that wear the flat build hats. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'd be surprised at how much static that uh, is aimed at them for wearing a hat that uh, is probably perceived as not being an outdoorsman's hat. Yeah, and I, you know, and I could care less what kind of hat they're wearing. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, you you wear something that's comfortable that you like. Well, look at the hat that you wear. Now, you yeah. know, just to keep the sun off your right. face, you know, and oh, that. Yeah. yeah. You know, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it might 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 not be the most stylish hat, but you know what? It's effective. It helps. It helps. Exactly. So, you know, wear what you want to wear as far as a hat's concerned, but yeah, and nowadays in the bass fishing world, they all look like uh, race car drivers. With oh, yeah. <laughs> They're paying well, the bills. <laughs> hey, I, you know, when I was younger, I did too. Yeah. I wore that stuff too. I mean, I got it. I hate to say it, but I did too because, you know, I mean, you, you know, when I was into it, it wasn't for the love of the sport. It was for the money. Right. I mean, really, I mean, that was the only reason. I mean, I could go fishing anytime I wanted, but I, I, I did the tournaments and stuff. To you know, gain a name to be able to do different things, you mm-hmm. know, and get some sponsors. I mean, so guys are out there doing it. And here's another thing: I was accused one time of being self-promoting. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Why can't? Who else is going to promote you if you don't? Right. Right. You know. So I've got no problem when people are self-promoting themselves for whatever it is. You know, especially in the fishing world because. Nobody else is going to do it for you, man. You got you got to do it. The, the thing in the fishing world is that unless you're really, really good, there's not a lot of money in anything other than bass and walleyes. Yeah, that's true. You know, you're not going to make a ton of money as a pan fisherman. You're nope. not going to make a ton of money as a muskie fisherman. You might scratch out a limit, uh, a living on muskies, but you're not going to get rich. No, no. no. The, the guys who are doing it professionally, they're – the the most the money that they're making is from the sponsors. Right, they That's, make more there than they oh, do on God, tournaments. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Except if you're Kevin Van Dam. Yeah, he he does pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he does pretty good. Yeah.
you know, and it's uh, amazing all these lakes that they fish all over. And and I'll tell you what, though, Ron, what what what's really so awesome right now. I just wish they weren't so expensive, really. For a lot of a lot of fishermen, wish this too that some of the things weren't so expensive. But that side imaging stuff mm-hmm. is unbelievable. It's unreal what they have done with electronics nowadays. Right. It is. I mean, I remember the days of the. The little green box, the fla- Lawrence Flasher. That was, you know. my, that was my first yep. one. I think, well, that was everybody's first one. Yeah. Oh, God, well, people of our age, you know. Right. I mean, and at that time, we thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. And yeah. then when they came out with the, the, the paper graphs, I yep. had a paper graph, I thought that was pretty awesome. Everybody did. Yep. And then they came out with the pixels. Well, that was really awesome. And now they got this side imaging where you can actually pick out the fish. You can, you can actually... On some of the more new, some of the more newer ones, yeah. On some of the newer models, uh, you can actually see and uh, the outline of a muskie, fins and all. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it is. It's just wow, you yeah. know. But those units aren't cheap. No, they're not. And there's a there's there is one unit out there uh, by Garmin right now, and they have a, a technology called Pan Optics. Uh, and one of our one of our sponsors, the Boat Dock, carries Garmin. It's like a stick that you put down in the water, and you can aim it, and you can actually see fish moving towards your bait and hitting your bait. Really? Yes. It's uh, it's it's incredible stuff. It's just a, it's a lot of goofing around. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got this transducer that you're aiming around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably find it more uh, usable in ice fishing situations. Sure. Uh, because if you're in a hole and nothing's happening and you can see 50 feet out, there's stuff happening, you move over there. Yeah, right, know? yeah. But the, this pan-optics technology is incredible. And right now, the only one that has it, I believe, is Garmin. Yeah. Well, you know, but it goes back to the original thing. you got to know about the fish. you got to know where you got to know where to look for them before you can start using those electronics. Right. You know, you got to know where to go first. And that all depends on knowing about the fish. We'll talk about that and more when we come back after the gut report that's coming up next. Stay tuned, folks. It's 105.7 FM, The Fan. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The gut report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, it's turkey season, folks, and I know a lot of you will be making a turkey. Uh, Some people will be making something else, but a lot of people will be making a turkey this week. Uh, coming up and i just got to tell you here you you know some people put butter under the skin you know the softened butter under the skin i do that but you know to tell you the truth i don't know if there makes a big difference or not i've I've made a lot of turkeys and i'm not sure if if it really helps or not i don't know but here's one thing i do know and i would recommend this to you you know when they say that like 15 minutes per pound at this at a 325 temperature or whatever it is they're always done before that time. If you figure out, figure it out, and let's say your turkey's supposed to be done in four hours, I guarantee you it's going to be done before that. So an hour before it's supposed to be done, when you're basting the turkey, and my wife makes me baste it all the time, mm-hmm. uh, you got to check. you got to have a good meat thermometer, an instant read meat thermometer to stick in that bird to find out what the temperature is. And I'm serious. Do it an hour before you think it's supposed to be done, before they say it's supposed to be done, because you'll be surprised that those turkeys are done a lot quicker than what they say they will be. So you got to keep testing it, got to keep poking it to make sure you don't overdo it, which I've done that too in the past, underdone, overdone, whatever. You know? <laughs> so I've learned my lesson over the years. You know, So just remember, have a good meat thermometer, 
check that turkey way before you think it's supposed to be done because it might be done a lot sooner than what you thought or what they said. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha for weekly specials, and they really do have weekly specials and good ones. Go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. That's your cue. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm oh, higher in the food like chain. S- <laughs> Get in my belly. Like I said before, this is a unrehearsed show, you know. That's but, right. But that's, that's right. right. You know, Bodie, he was gone last week. He forgot everything he learned, right? <laughs> He'll be right back in a now, saddle next now, week. Now, I, I, your your last name is, is an easy one, you know. I mean, even though your name is Nick, it's, sometimes it's just easier to call you Bodie. It's... Do a lot of people call you just Bodie? I have gone almost exclusively by Bodie since I was in about fourth grade. To the is that right? P- to the point where everyone I met in college has no idea my first name is Nick. I really? Just, and, it, and every guy in my family, it's like that. I think just something about Bodie, it's two yeah. syllables, it's yeah. simple. Nobody nobody goes by their first yeah. name. And, and, and it's distinct, Bodie, mm-hmm. Bodie you know. Yeah. So I think yeah. we're going to just start calling you Bodie from now on. Question yeah. for you, Tom. When you're yeah. talking about the turkey, are you talking about cooking a turkey stuffed or, or unstuffed? Uh, I'm talking about it stuffed. We always have to stuff it. Right. Uh, my wife says I have to stuff it. Okay. So I have to actually make two stuffings. I I under underdo the stuffing a little bit that when it's on the stove when you're mixing everything right, and then I got to put that in the bird and that's going to get real soft and tender mm-hmm. and juicy and all that stuff. But then the stuff on the stove I got to add a little bit more liquid to it to get it to that point. Sure. You know. So yeah, I got to do it twice. And I also make a third stuffing. I I. My wife doesn't care for it because she doesn't like spicy stuff, but I'll take, you know, the the, the gizzard and the heart and sure. different things like that, and I'll put it in with rice and soy sauce and a little bit of spice, you know. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll do something like that too, okay. you know. I'll, I make a couple of different things, you know. And she doesn't like the things like some people put apples or sure. uh, cranberries, those little uh, craisins, you know, right. and that. Yep. They'll put stuff like that in their stuffing or some walnuts or some, some kind of nuts. Right. Uh, she doesn't like any of that, so I can't do that. <laughs> uh, my wife, my wife makes up in my mind a killer dressing. It's uh, a wild rice, wild rice. Oh yeah, base. wild rice. Base and it's uh, yeah. it doesn't have a you know it's got your celery and and your yeah. uh, your your giblets and stuff like that all diced mm-hmm. up in there and and uh, the stu- the bread mix the yeah. uh, cubes and stuff yeah. like that. It's simple, but it's really good. Yeah. Wild I rice. I for years I have always put I use these uh, these uh, crouton cubes. Mm-hmm. They're sage and onion. Yep. But I always take this uh, sage, the Jimmy Dean sage uh, pork sausage. Sure. And I fry that up, and then I cut it into very small pieces, chop it up, and I have that in the stuffing with the onions and the celery and stuff like mm, that. You sounds, know? sounds good. But the, but the, I'll tell you, that pork sausage in there, boy, it, it's really good. Yeah, I like that. And, we, you know, that's the way my family likes it, so that's the way I always make it, you know. And my wife doesn't like trying new things, so right. <laughs> I got to keep it traditional. You bet. What do you got there, Ron? Hey, Skipper Buds has got a black, uh, pre-Black Friday sale going on. They started it early, and uh, at the Skipper Buds in Pewaukee, uh, they ha- they're offering free winter storage on any new or used boat that you purchase right now. Oh, really? If you buy a boat from them, they'll winterize it and store it? This year. This year. This year. Wow. Uh, an additional $500 in shop credit. On any new purchased boat, and payments on these boats starting as low as two hundred fifteen dollars a month, and this uh, sale is going to be going on until December first. Wow! So, and that's at the Pewaukee Skipper Buds, 
Uh, so if, if you're all interested in looking at a boat, there's a, there's going to be, you know, deals going on, free storage yeah. and, well, uh, and l- extra credit. Well, let me ask you this. Does that mean if you bought a boat last year from them? No. No. It's, if you buy year. a boat this year. You don't have to take it now. Right. You, They'll you store know, it for you. Yes. For free. Yes. Yep. Oh, wow. Well, that, you know, in some instances, if you don't have your own garage, that, that could be, you know, three, four hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... And and of course they're going to have their best prices now. For uh, this deal. They're, they're going to want to move products. Yeah, that that time of the year, you, they don't go real good on the on the yeah. ice. So now, when it comes to the Illumicrafts and the runabouts and the ski boats, yeah, that's no problem. But I don't think uh, they're going to shrink wrap one of them yachts. No, no. <laughs> I think they take those to Florida. Those, yeah, those are. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. there it's uh, you know they got some pretty good deals going on right now, and it goes until December first. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. Uh, I know. I know a lot of places got their sales going on too on like hunting clothing because if you don't have it by now, folks, that means that you you're not going. I guess right unless you're going during the week. But generally, most people have all their stuff. So all the stores have got their hunting clothing on sale now. So, like, some people can't, let's say, get away this weekend. They're going to go next weekend or during the week. Right. So a lot of people wait for this time of the year to get their stuff on sale. Yep. You know, it's it's a good thing to do, especially if you got some old ratty stuff, you know. It's it's smart shopping, but it's particularly good if you take a size that's not a popular size because all the popular sizes are gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if, right. you know, you take a 3X or, or a small, you're liable to get some screaming deals yeah. on those clothes. Matter of fact, uh, over at Sherpers, and and I'm not sure about mid uh, about Midwestern Shooter Supply if they do this or not, but I know at Sherpers, we've got a lot of big guys who come into the store, mm-hmm. and we've got the three, four, and five X. Wow! And and as a matter of fact, we've special ordered some six X. You know, so we do do the special orders too. You know, I mean, but no, we carry some of those really big sizes, and and we still have, you know, like you say, those are the ones that are still there. Right. You know. The large, extra large, eh, those are gone. Right. Yeah, those are gone. But, uh, so, but yeah, this is a good time of the year. And you know what else it's a good time for, Ron? What's that? The horn schwaggle. Oh, man. Now, I was accused, folks, of two weeks ago giving too hard of questions in the horn schwaggle. Everybody got on me. I was too, too, I didn't think they were that hard, but then again, that's me, you know? So this week, Ron wrote the horn schwaggle questions. And uh, that's sponsored by Carl's Country Market, where you're going to win a $10 gift certificate because Ron is going to make three statements, and you're going to say if it's a hornschwaggle, which is BS, or no hornschwaggle, which means he's telling you the truth. And if you get two out of three right, you get a $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market. They're on the corner of Pilgrim and Silver Spring in Menominee Falls. So that's a that's a nice prize. So you can call now, and if you've and if you've won... In the last four weeks, don't bother calling. We got a list. We check it twice to make sure that we get new callers. And we're like Santa Claus here. We check that list twice because we want some new winners, some new blood in this. Otherwise, you can't have the same winners all the time. Right. So 799-1250 is the phone number. We'll be right back with the Hornschwaggle. You are listening to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Classic song, Ron. Just a classic song. Oh, your mic isn't on. You can turn it on over there, Ron. 
There it is. Oh, there oh, it is. On. You're on. Oh, I'm on. You're on the air. <laughs> okay, oh. now it is time for the Hornschwaggle, and we got John as a contestant. Good morning, John. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? You know how this works, right? I sure do. All righty, I'm going to turn it over to Ron now. Morning, okay. John. Good morning. Okay, I think I have a couple of uh, pretty easy ones here for you. So uh, here's the first one. When hunting or fishing in cold weather, it is best to dress in removable layers. Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle? No Hornschwaggle. There you hey, go. there's one. There's one. You're halfway home to a $10 gift card. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Talking about musky fishing now. Considering all of the different types of musky lures that are out there, the bucktail has been and is the most effective lure used. Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle? No Hornschwaggle. There you go. Okay, You're a winner. You got a winner. Let's You're, see if you get this third one. Now, this, this, this last question is really tough, so uh, <laughs> put, put your thinking cap on here. Thanksgiving, we're talking about Thanksgiving. The first Thanksgiving at Plymouth in 1621, the settlers and the native Indians had pulled smoked pulled pork and prime rib as their main course. I think that's Hornschwaggle. <laughs> I think it is. That's Hornschwaggle. All right. I am going to uh, email your name and address over to Bushy. Bushy, when he gets back from deer hunting, will send out your $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market. You know where that is? I do. Oh, have you been there before? I have. Oh, well, oh. this is perfect. This is right up your alley then. You got it. All right. Thanks for playing, John. Thank you. Thank okay, you. Bye now. Bye-bye. Yeah, the, the Hornschwaggle was brought to you by Carl's Country Market on Pilgrim and Silver Spring in Menominee Falls. They are a cut above the rest, as they like to say. I like that. And, <laughs> that's and, a good slogan. Uh, yeah, if uh, if any of our listeners here have a, a you know relative or whatever that's gone hunting this weekend, Carl's does process deer, so... Uh, yeah, keep do. that in mind. They not only have uh, their great lineup of sausages and fresh meats, but they make great venison sausage, and they do process your deers. You do want that, right? I, I figured uh, Bodie wanted to save that. So okay, yeah, they do all that. Uh, okay, this guy, I got to write down uh, that uh, he won the Hornschwaggle uh, November seventeenth. What's that? Today. Yeah. He won it. He won it on November seventeenth. Oh well, you want me to write that down well, too? I don't know. You, you just told me your memory's getting bad. Yeah, it is. I'll tell you. You know, you know, you know. It's really what's really weird, and this has been going on for a long time, Ron. Okay, when I was younger, I was in a band, a couple of bands actually, and and we knew, especially the one band, we knew. I mean, I I can't tell you how many, a couple hundred songs we knew by heart, music and words. I mean, you just say the name and we could play. It. Boom. You know, okay. You know, there's only a handful. There's only a few songs. I think, like, there's, I don't know, one that I know I can play by heart right now. <laughs> of all those songs, I for, I mean, I mean, and I'll, I'll get songs off of this ultimateguitar.com. Sure. Words and music. Oh yeah, I'm looking at the music. I can play it and do it right away. You know, and I mean, okay, I'm not the greatest singer, but I I like you know. It's just for my own amusement. Right. I'm playing and singing, and a lot of times what I'll do is I'll I'll put up the 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 a, a video of it, you know, of the song on YouTube or whatever, and then I'll just play with it as long as we're tuned. If as long as we're using standard tuning, everything's the same. So okay. it's like I just play right along and it's, <laughs> and it's sing along. You know, my my wife thinks the it sounds like. Cats killing each other or something, you know? <laughs> but I'm having fun, you know. Right. But the thing is, is that I could take a song that I like, and there's a lot of them that I like, and I can play it over. I could play it, let's say, every other day for a month, and I still wouldn't know it by heart. Wow. 
and there'd only be like four chords in it. Yeah. I, and I, I wouldn't remember all the words. I mean, it's, it's just like it's just not remembering that stuff like I used to. Well, when your mind is young and full of mush, yeah. you know, you, you just kind of like absorb things easier. And when you get older, you just don't absorb it as well. Yeah, your hard drive's not working as well. Yeah, yeah, the hard drive needs a little work. <laughs> <laughs> Got to clean up that motherboard. Oh, man. Yeah. That's the only thing I know about computers, hard drives, motherboards. But I don't know about them. I just know the, the words. They're there. <laughs> yeah, they're there somewhere. They're there and they're important. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you were going to tell us about a couple of the muskie tournaments that were held on Pewaukee Lake in yeah, the last I, I month believe, or so. I believe you guys talked about them a little bit, but we had uh, in the last couple of weeks we had uh, Suckerfest, which we, was on November the second, and we had fifteen boats in that tournament, and there were only four muskies that were caught, um, and the biggest one was like thirty-seven and a half inches, but. The fellow that won it went home with about $2,300. It was winner take all. Yeah, I so, like that, winner take all. Yeah, so he was a happy guy with a 37-and-a-half-inch. Yeah. And and you said our friend Paul Mahalik, who's a guide, Yeah, him and his daughter were muskie fishing that day. And they, yep, and they they were not in the tournament, and right. they would have won. They caught three that and they day. They caught three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I told Paul, I said, you better think about getting in that one. Yeah, he's pretty. He, you you went out with him, as a matter of fact, that one day. Yeah, yeah, well, I was went out with him a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and we got a couple of fish a couple of weeks back. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's a very good fisherman, and uh, he's you know one of our, our better customers in the store, and uh, he's also a guide. So yeah, he uh, buys a lot of suckers. He buys a lot of Whoa. lot of stuff in our store, but uh, yeah. you know he puts fish in a boat, and uh, and he also likes to eat in the boat. So yeah, uh, yeah, he's always got the grill going. There's always smoke right. coming out of the boat. Now at the three Charlies tournament, you could have one sucker per boat, but one line per angler, and that well, was two in, anglers. In the three Charlies tournament, yeah. which was uh, October twentieth, I believe, you could have uh, uh, as many as three lines in the right. boat, and you could troll, you could cast, or you could fish live bait. But only one of the three lines could be live bait. Right, right. And uh, that day, if people remember back, we had uh, uh, blustery forty mile oh, hour that winds. That was terrible. Yeah, we had. Three or four snow snow squalls that ran through, and it was, it was just the most miserable day you can imagine. And uh, but we did have 17, uh, 15 boats in that one, or seventeen, one or the other, and they caught eight muskies. Uh, one team did double, and they caught uh, they won that with two muskies that were in that thirty-seven inch range. Uh-huh. And the other teams that did catch fish caught one each. Mm-hmm. So there were no big fish. It was kind of interesting in that uh, actually the last two tournaments that we had out there. Um, the the muskies that were caught seemed to be all from the same age class or, or year class. Yeah. They were all like thirty seven to thirty eight inches. Yeah, really. Yeah. So it was interesting that uh, you know, uh, for uh, eleven fish that were caught, eleven or twelve fish that were caught in the last two tournaments, they were all in that same uh, year group. Yeah. So that's either a real strong year group going on, or or the bigger fish took those days off. Because <laughs> we know there are bigger fish out there. There, there are actually yeah, the, there are. the the lake has really impressed me this year. Um, there's been a lot of muskies caught that, that are legitimate from people that I know that show me pictures of 45 inches and better. Mm-hmm. This was a, a very good year for, for quality fish. Yeah. There. And, you know, all throughout the state, where especially up in northern Wisconsin where there's a lot of muskies in lakes up there, uh, they had a really good year too. Yes. You know? and, uh, and, you, and you had, you know, you go to Canada – Yep. All right, Lake of the Woods, and where's the other place you go? Uh, Vermilion Lake yeah. in Minnesota. So you go to two different places every summer, a couple times each, right? Right, yep. And 
Now, like we were talking before, you have good days, you have bad days. Right. Now, some of these trips were good, and some of them were, I mean, they were okay, but just not as good as right. far as numbers of fish. Yeah, our, our Lake of the Woods trips, I was up there for two one-week trips, and they were they were decent. They mm-hmm. weren't banner trips, but they weren't bad ones. Uh, but I, I had a real bad trip on Vermilion Lake in August. And mm-hmm. uh, part of that is... Uh, I don't fish as hard because we take the wives up on that one. But the other part of it is that lake in particular isn't what it used to be. Really? Um, no, there, there's not nearly the numbers of fish and not nearly the the amount of large muskies uh, swimming around that there were 10 and 15 years ago. It's just, it's changed. Yeah. Did you see Gillespie show the last two I weeks? I did. I did. Yeah, they, they were. Uh, uh, where were they at again? They were on Lake of the Woods. Okay, Lake of the Woods, yeah. And uh, actually, I had, I had recognized some couple of the spots that they were on. Uh, but they were they were basically doing a live bait presentation, right, right. either with a, just a sucker or a sucker on a jig. Right, right. and uh, they they knocked the socks out of them. They, it was man. something like fifteen muskies in two days. Yeah, right. And they, they didn't fish all day either for both of those. Oh, uh, and the days are short. Yeah, yeah, they're short <laughs> days, and yeah, in two days, yeah, there was at least fifteen, if not more. Yeah, yeah, they, it was, uh, and they were all quality fish. They were even a couple of quality pike too. Right. Yep. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the, <clears throat> excuse me. It's uh, Lake of the Woods is, is I think is holding its own, uh, but there are some lakes that are getting worse, and there's some lakes that seem to be getting better. So yeah. there's there's always some place to go. Yeah, and I was talking to somebody uh, a few eh, maybe a month or two ago about Random Lake, you know, where they started stocking yep. muskies mm-hmm. up there, and in the summer it gets you know a lot of weeds, you know, pretty weed choked and all that. You know, but in the fall when things start knocking down, the guy says, "Yeah, they do really good out there in the fall." How, how about on the size? Um, uh, not not monsters. You know, okay. not real big ones. They get some decent fish in the low low forties. You know, okay. but uh, it's mostly a, a an action lake. Okay. You know, so yeah. That's one place I've never been. Yeah, I have never. I don't. Well, I shouldn't say never fished it because I forget. I've been a lot of places. <laughs> I forget. It might have. I don't know. That was your memory. Yeah, there it goes again. Southland.